your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic with us on 101 ESPN. Is there anything more ridiculous than having a playoff on an 11th hole? <laughs> no, that is uh, pretty ridiculous. I uh, I was with you, you on that one, Aaron. Randy. Thank you very much. So what did you think of the question? Oh, I laughed out loud when you said there was a good, stupid question early on. <laughs> it is. It's a good. It's very d- good. It's very difficult, but it's also stupid. <laughs> okay, Jared. I gotta give uh, Go Rock ahead. some credit though. He's, he's Rock's done pretty, really good, I think, with the uh, with the fight question. Definitely, overall. absolutely, he has. It's very hard to come up with these questions. As a former producer of Randy, who had to develop the fight, it's very difficult to come up with things that could stump Randy that are also topical. That's why Randy. That's why Randy's so disappointed in me today. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just angry. Staying away from those WNBA questions, I can hear Randy's voice oh, when those pop in. Yeah, let's <laughs> never forget. Um, yeah, speaking of uh, good but dumb questions, I have one for you because we were talking about this earlier in the show. You might have heard it. We all want David Perron to come back to the Blues, but we know that they're potentially thinking long term about Matthew Kachuk. Could David Perron be a casualty of the Blues' quest to get Matthew Kachuk? I suppose, but I think, uh, gosh, it's so hard to look in the future when you're doing those things because what if you do set the table uh, and then it, for Matthew Kachuk and then it doesn't come to fruition? You know, who are the casualties? Could they have helped you out? You know, the Blues, I think if you're looking into the future in terms of uh, winning, then maybe you can plan like that. Like, let's say you're in Arizona and, and you're, you're setting up for a couple years from now, but when you're the Blues and you're trying to win now, if you let David Perron go because you think you can bring in a Matthew Kachuk and then, you know, he doesn't happen or plan B doesn't happen, it's a tough spot. To me, I think Doug Armstrong has always been pretty consistent with sticking with the guys he know can get the job done, and David Perron is definitely one of those guys. And David Perron, obviously, based on his performance, deserves more than what he made in his last contract. But with the Blues salary cap situation such as it is, they might not be able to give him that raise, correct? Correct, and I think David Prawn would come back uh, less than what his market value is, less than what he could get on the free agent market, but not less in terms of you know what he feels like he, he's worth and, and what he's produced the past couple of years. So he definitely wants to finish in St. Louis. He definitely wants to come back, but you can't get David Prawn you know for a few million dollars. I, I don't think so. I think that you're probably going to have to give them at least two years. And I think if you did give them three years, you could get that down to, you know, four million, perhaps uh, maybe even a little bit less as I, as I've kind of speculated. Uh, but I don't think that you can get them cheaper than that is my point. And by the way, I would go uh, sitting here way on the outside looking in. 
if it's three years at four million dollars a year, I'm doing that today. Yeah, yeah, and and honestly, I think if you you get closer to free agency, maybe he would even go a little bit lower than that. But I I don't think it's necessary on his part because he could get you know four and a half five in free agency. Uh, but I'm with you, Randy, on that. Just the way he's produced. I looked it up the other day on this current contract that he's wrapping up. It's a four-year deal. We all know he got paid $4 million. Uh, he's 200-plus points in about 250 games. So not quite a point-per-game player over the life of the contract, but pretty darn close. And, and he's definitely – you could look at it, Randy Michelle, like he's been uh, underpaid the last four years. Yeah, for sure, JR. Well, another great Doug Armstrong acquisition was Nick Letty. He was a good fit for the Blues after being acquired by the team at the trade deadline. I know that they've expressed some interest in bringing Nick Letty back. Do you think they will, in fact, do so? So, yeah, at the exit interviews, they did say that uh, they love Nick Letty. Uh, they'd like to bring him back. I think Nick is kind of on record saying he uh, felt it was a really good fit, but it's going to come down to the money. And the one thing that I've been saying is he's only one, he's only 31 years old. And, and so it's not like he's 34 and this is the last two year deal of his career and he's done. You know, this is a situation where, you know, if Nick Letty did want to go into the free agent market, you're looking at about four to five years and you're looking at about. Uh, $5 million minimum, maybe a little bit less on the AAV. Well, that's definitely, to me, it's, it's out of the Blues price range. You know, they could probably go out and find a defenseman who could help them and not have to give up, you know, a, a four, five-year contract with a $5 million AAV. You know, I think Nick Letty showed us in the playoffs what he can do. I, I think he could fit well with this uh, defense, but I just think with the Blues cap situation, um, it, would, it would be tough to bring him in on that. Now, the thing is, will he take less to stay? He is only 31 years old, but if he's at a point in his career where he feels like winning is more important, then he can say, hey, you know, put me with Justin Falk. I'll play for $4 million for the next couple of years. And, you know, if that's the case, perhaps they could fit him, but it just looks uh, tough right now to get him in the fold. JR, presuming both Krug and Perunovic are healthy, can a team succeed in the NHL these days with two smallish defensemen on the left side getting a lot of minutes? Now, obviously, Mikola will be part of the mix as well. But can can a team succeed? I guess we look at Colorado, right? They've got Samuel Girard and, and uh, number eight. McCarr, uh, yeah. Yeah, McCarr. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, he, he's a transcendent player. But could, could a team get by... The Blues get by and succeed at a high level with Krug and Perunovic both getting a lot of minutes on the left side. I think it's possible, uh, but I, I just think that it probably doesn't work. You know, if, if both players are playing well and they're both getting the puck up and you know, eluding hits and the Blues are playing a good transition game and, and both guys are putting up points, then I think it can work. But realistically, you know, Krug's not going to play in your top pair, so he's a second-pair guy. Uh, with Justin Falk, most likely, you know, then are you putting Pernovich in the third pair? Are they both trying to quarterback the power play? I guess you could put one on the top unit and one on the second unit. You got pretty two pretty good quarterbacks there. But to me, they're just so similar. And I do think that if Pernovich is healthy and he's playing pretty well, um, you know, that's a guy that you could perhaps get something back for. Or, you know, I know there's a contingent of fans out there who would trade Krug in that situation if Pernovich is getting the job done. You know, trade Krug. I don't know that the Blues would have the appetite for that, but to me, long term, if these guys are both healthy, uh, they're really similar players, and I think the Blues would have to to move one of them because uh, I just don't think you could be physical enough with that lineup. Jared, a lot of questions about Ville Husso and whether he'll return to the Blues after a great regular season for the team. What's the confidence level like internally that you've heard of in Charlie Lindgren and Joel Holfer if Ville Husso does not return to the note? 
Yeah, and it's looking like uh, more and more like uh, it's going to be really, really tough to bring him back. Not that we didn't know that already, but I think uh, Huso talking to people is really shooting for that big contract. And, uh, you know, he's in line for about $4.5 million AAV perhaps. And people say, you know, how is that possible? Jordan Bennington won a Stanley Cup $6 million. He got, you know, a couple years later on his big deal. And Huso hasn't done that. He's only played 60 games in the league. Well, you know, with the uh, caliber of talent that's out there this summer, I just think that it sets up very well for Billy Huso to, to go somewhere and get a nice contract. So what do the Blues do if uh, if he leaves? They're going to be in the backup market. And, and if you look at the goaltending market, guys, uh, it's not it's not great. I mean, there are some names out there, some guys who have been around. And sure, you could bring somebody in to, to back up uh, Bennington, you know, $1.2 million, whatever, and you got yourself a veteran. Uh, but what about Charlie Lindgren? I mean, Chucky Sideburns, he's been, <laughs> he's been great, like uh, – he leads Springfield to that Game 7 win last night. Now they're in the Calder Cup Finals. Uh, he's had a tremendous season. You know, I would like to sit here and tell you that he could be the backup uh, and he could get the job done. Can he play 20, 30 games? Can he push Jordan Bennington? I think those are the bigger questions that Doug Armstrong is going to have to ask. We saw such a small sample size. Just like the backup quarterback in the NFL, it's so easy to get caught up in the backup goaltender. We've seen it time and time again here in St. Louis. You know, I think that could be the case uh, if, if they had that kind of faith in him. And with Joel Hofer, I like him, and he's got plenty of upside. I just think he's a little bit raw. We don't usually see goaltenders until 23, 24, 25, and he's still in his early 20s. So I, I think that he's a couple years uh, off. I think he needs more uh, American Hockey League games. But, you know, uh, I don't see him on a daily basis, however. And Jr. finally, in your piece at The Athletic, uh, the other UFA you refer to as Tyler Bozak, and I think we can all agree that with the presence of Toropchenko, Logan Brown is going to be here, Jake Neighbor is expected to be here. I think we can all agree that if Tyler Bozak plays next year, it's not going to be in St. Louis. My question, though, is about Neighbors, because in talking to people in the organization, I think we both heard that they envision him ultimately as a top-nine guy, but would they start him off as a fourth-line guy next season? Yeah, I think they could, and it's a good question, but I think uh, they've done that in the past with a lot of young prospects. Even though you know they project him to be a third-liner, maybe squeeze up the lineup in a pinch, uh, I think you play him on that fourth line. Uh, we saw that he could handle it last year in training camp. He adjusted his game. Um, so if he's going to be on this roster, you know, I think it's going to be tough. If everybody comes back in that top nine, and that's no guarantee to, to get him into that top nine. Uh, so I think they could have a spot on that fourth line with him. Uh, even though his game is a little bit better than that, uh, I think he could handle it. JR, we've been celebrating dads all week as we lead into Father's Day on Sunday. You're one of the great dads out there. And one of the all-time great moves, you actually built a rink in your basement for your kids. Can you just describe this to people who might not know about this? I know you've posted it on social media before, but this is one of the all-time great dad moves to do what you did. Yeah, I know. It was fun, Michelle. You know, we played that uh, quarantine cup game during the quarantine uh, <laughs> in the unfinished basement just on top of the concrete and everything. And I just had a th- you know a thought, like, why couldn't we make uh, this into a rink down here? So we, we do have the synthetic ice, so the kids have their uh, ice skates. They can skate on it. We put up uh, walls. We, we I called uh, the Blues and talked to them about which color blue exactly, which color uh, yellow. We got we got the painted, and then we went to uh, Fast Signs. One of our friends, John Marisek, and he helped us out with uh, a graphic of the fans that kind of goes the distance on the wall, about thirty feet, and so kind of just turned it into a mini rink. And 
and the kids love it. So uh, it, it's been fun to kind of take pictures of it and show people and, uh, you know, get people down in the basement. So, yeah, you know, when I was nine years old, I didn't have a rink, so I remind my kid of that all the time. <laughs> it's amazing. And along these lines, JR, congratulations on being the dad of a teenager. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Yeah, 13 years old. And, hey, uh, funny one, I, I missed a little bit of the game last night because I went out to my 13-year-old daughter's uh, softball game. And kind of a cool thing here, Danny McLaughlin helped me out. I gave him the names of all the girls on the team, and he announced them like he would for the game. And so I have the recording of it, and we play it for each game. And uh, last night I recorded us playing that at the game uh, and the girls clapping for each girl's name, and I sent the video to Danny, and he said, "Aw, adorbs." Adorbs. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, you're always going the extra mile for your kids, Jr. Happy Father's Day. Hey, thanks, 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 Randy. Happy Father's Day to you, and I hope uh, at some point the rest of this week your son talks to you again. <laughs> uh, me too. Well, I, I would have to make the first move. I think here. <laughs> we'll see what happens, Jr. Thanks right. so much. We'll talk to you soon. All right, see you guys. That's our friend Jeremy Rutherford. Our Blues Insider from The Athletic read his great work at theathletic.com. And if you aren't subscribed, if Dad isn't subscribed, get him uh, an athletic subscription for Father's Day. That is such a great Father's Day gift idea because there is amazing coverage of all your favorite teams. And not only that, every day when you open the athletic app or you go to the website, there's some story about a team that you probably don't follow or maybe even a sport that you're not really uh, locked into that you're going to get sucked into. They have such great content over there and you're going to give him a gift every day because he's going to get to read JR and Katie Wu and all the other great um, writers over at The Athletic. At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to keep you moving. With a full range of services from oil changes and tire rotations to filters, wipers, and more, we've got what your car needs right when you need it. So you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care? That's a job for Jiffy. What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with... Just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.